we're back again um welcome back to receiving relate to my ogs welcome to receiving relate if you are new um so we have been if you are new we have been uh doing a little series i don't know how long it's going to be again like i said i don't know i'm just letting the holy spirit flow on what he tells me to say i'm going to say whichever uh you know whichever narcissist topic he want me to talk about we're going to talk about it could be a mini series it could be a series series i don't know but we'll just let it flow and so today is uh sign number three so um sign number three is this oh and so let me yeah i i uh let me put this in here before I start. I also have a YouTube, um, my ministry, also have a ministry on YouTube. I'm sorry. It is called Receive and Relate TV. If you are new, um, please go and subscribe to that. Um, I do a video of it over there and um, I'm trying to do both. So sometimes y'all may get a little bit more over here in the podcast. Sometimes you may get a little bit more over there on the um, video. Never know. Just got to subscribe to both. And figure out which one you're going to watch or watch both. <laughs> Please like, share, subscribe. And um, yeah. So the, again, the YouTube is called Receive and Relate TV. Make sure you put the TV at the end. Um, so yeah. So today is sign three. So this is another sign. They will constantly, constantly the narcissist. Oh, and also I said this too on the YouTube. Because we can't assume everybody knows everything. Okay. So... Um, and the Bible says our people suffer for lack of knowledge. So if you don't actually know what a narcissist is, I would suggest that you Google is good. You know, um, Google is great actually. Um, but also what also is great is, um, your actual periodicals and journals, but there is a, it's, it's, it's actually a disorder and it's called, um, narcissistic personality disorder so if you just want to get some like kind of like background on it of what the definition actually is um that that'll be a great place to start okay um so yes so sign number three they will constantly put you down they will constantly put you down and then also on top of the putting down they will gaslight you if you say something about it, they will gaslight you if you say something about it. So they will constantly put you down and gaslight, gaslight you if you, you know, if you try to defend yourself. Okay, so how the Holy Spirit had me flow on a YouTube is he had me do two stories, right? And so I'm going to do two stories for y'all. So the first story was when I first, it was around the time when I first met my ex-husband. Um, so we didn't, when I first met him was August of 2001, we did not get married until September, 2009. So that was, you know, it was a lot of years. I knew him before we actually got married, but, um, but so I thought about this at first. And then as I was thinking about this, I thought about a time when we was married. Now there was plenty, I mean, plethora, you know, of times that he put me down, but for some reason, excuse me, I'm sorry. For some reason, the Holy Spirit highlighted these two times. So I'm going to give you the before and the after. Okay. So we going, I'm going to give you the first story is before we got married. And the second story is after we got married. Right. Okay. So, um, we were, we were, we, we, I think it was Wendy's. We went to, um, fast food joint and he was driving and I was in the passenger seat and y'all, I'm telling you when I tell you 
the conversation wasn't even about me. It wasn't about my weight. It wasn't about plus size people at all. I don't know what we were talking about. But it wasn't that. So when he came out and said this, it was so random. It was just like, what? Like, what are you talking about? And why are you talking about this? But now I understand. Um, what it was was it was actually the seed. This, it was actually the seed that would be planted for the many, many times that was gonna come after for him, um, for him insulting me, or word cursing me, or whatever. For the plenty, especially after we got married, right? Um, but this was the seed that was planted. That's all I could think of because it it just came out of left field, right? So now when I yes when I met him I was heavy set right I actually was smaller when I got married than I was when I first met him I had lost some weight uh, and especially around the wedding planning I didn't even know it but I was stressed and didn't know it and my seamstress I remember I never forget her this is sidebar I never get forget her saying if I don't quit losing weight she gonna have to make the whole dress all over again I didn't know I had lost I didn't know I didn't even know I was losing but it was it was um stressful because honey. That was the, the, the engagement from hell. But anywho, um, so I, I'm, there was a reason why I said that. I've always been plus size. You see what I'm saying? So it wasn't like I met him in 2001 and I wasn't. And then by the time I, we got married, I was. No, I've always been plus size, right? Ever since he met me. So we sitting at the um, drive through waiting on our food. And he just comes out of the blue. He looks at me, y'all. And he says, uh my family is going to make fun of your weight no oh no i'm sorry excuse me he said my family's gonna call you fat when they meet you and i was like what and then he says and then to add to that he says i mean yeah and you know i don't typically really go for the fat girl so i was like flabbergasted yeah of course i was offended but it was it was more so because I couldn't understand where it came from. <laughs> it's like, I'm telling y'all, we were not on the topic at all. So it it just like hit me from what they call it, what they say, left field. It just like hit me out of the blue. And I was just like, okay, what? Like, okay. And so what he was doing too, right after he said it. So another thing they'll do, they'll like, they'll search your face. Like he used to always search my face for my facial expressions. And, and this is one thing that he always said too. He, my, my ex-husband labeled me, labeled me like this. He said, my face is transparent. And I actually, you know, he was actually right about that. And it still is like that to this day. But God is, is helping me to work on that. Because I, my face, I, I don't know what, I, sometimes I don't know my facial expression until somebody tells me my facial expression, right? So I have to. I'm trying to work on it. You know what I'm saying? It's hard that when you don't know, <laughs> you don't know how you're looking. But he said my face is transparent. So right when he said it, he stared at me because he was trying to watch my reaction. And I think it was because, remember, we had just um, met not that long before this. I mean, we only knew each other maybe like a few weeks or so. So this was the first time. This was the first insult. You know what I'm saying? So... Now I know, thinking back, you know how you think back on stuff, right? Now I know he was trying to read my reaction and see what I was going to say, see what I was going to... Yes, I was offended by the, by, the, by the fat girl remark, but I was more so like, where is this coming from? Because 
we were, at this point, we were only friends anyway. So I don't even, I didn't even know or understand why he was um, referencing his um, supposed, and I'm doing air quotes, y'all can't see me, but his supposed uh, um, preference in women, you know what I'm saying? We hadn't even, you know, we hadn't shifted to, quote unquote, liking each other like that. Okay. To my knowledge. Yeah. So what a lot of people don't know, too, is I did start liking him first. Um, Now, I guess not too long after this. It's funny how you start liking him after this insult, right? But anyway, but because people would ask me, y'all, let me sidebar real quick. People would also ask me too. a lot. A lot of people would ask me back then um, what attracted me to him. What attracted me to him was the knowledge and the anointing of the word and the way he taught. Okay, the word of the word of the Lord, the Bible. So, just a little background again. That that year was two thousand one when I met him. I met him in August of two thousand one. April of two thousand one, I received the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues, and I rededicated my life back to Christ. So, in those those months before I met him, I just ate, slept and breathe God. You see what I'm saying? If somebody, you know, when you first get saved or even when you rededicate, y'all know what I'm talking about. You don't have time for nothing or nobody but God. Um, and I spoke in tongues all the time and I was reading my word. I was trying to understand it. You know what I mean? And, um, I was praying all the time. You know, I was in my room a lot all the time. Um, I went, God, I went to work and came home and, and read my Bible. You know, it was just me and the Lord. So I was just trying to learn this Bible, this, especially this King Jimmy, you know, these, this King James with these words. Okay. And these Hebrew words were Hebrew wording. Okay. And I was just trying to understand it. And so he has the a gift of te- of a teacher. He really does. And so, um, you know, you can't, you know, the gifts, the gifts of God are coming out repentant come without repentance so no matter a person's personality or whatever they are their gift is their gift right and so he does have a gift of teaching and so when i first met him literally that night he was um the first night i met him he was teaching me uh things about the word and it just i had never had that type of teaching at that point at that point in my life to where i understood exactly what he was saying and he was able to break down the word for me in layman's terms meaning like i can understand what he was saying so my attraction was the anointing of the word of the the gift of teaching to him it wasn't a physical attraction at first you see what i'm saying so that's the place that i was in and i also even though i was 22 years old i still was desiring a husband which god did put that put that in my heart whether I was ready for it, that's another that's another story. At the time, ready to be married at the time, but I desire a husband, and so I began to be attracted to him. And I thought that he, um, God had sent him as my husband, but I was very sadly mistaken. Anywho, I just wanted to get y'all a little sidebar that. So at this point, though, we hadn't shifted. I hadn't shifted. My feelings hadn't quite shifted to liking him into a relationship type yet. And so for him to say that, it was just like what it just came out of left field so that was the first story so like i said i believe that was the seed that was planted he tried to read my reaction to see her and then because i didn't give him anything i think i just like kind of like shrugged and like looked out the window i don't even think i like 
got quiet about it. Or I think I might have like changed the subject because I literally did not understand where it came from. Now I know where it came from. It was it was from the sea. It was from the hell. <laughs> um. So that was when we first got married. So now let me shift to the second the second story so this gonna make i know this gonna make a lot of y'all laugh but it's, it's going to resonate with some of y'all too i know it is you know and not just the ladies it's men to remember but it's gonna resonate with you so you know how you have something at home that is your favorite or whatever it is whether it's a snack whether it's a meal whether it's some juice whether it's some cookies whatever you have something at home that you know you have at home and you thinking about it on the way home and you can't wait until you get home till you get so you can eat your snack at home okay so this was one of those days now for those of you who don't know me or haven't known me or or, or haven't known me in my ex-husband years my ex-husband did not work he did not work he did not work yes i'm saying it over and over again so it could get in your mind he did not work and he did not want to work so he did not have a job i had the job i had the money to come in to pay for everything that is straight up facts is not a lie um so because I know people like to form their own opinions about my old marriage. No, he did not work. He did not want to work. What he was trying to do, he didn't want a nine to five. I'm sorry, let me make that clear. What he was trying to do was um, he wanted to be his own in his own business, own entrepreneur. So he was trying to do all these multi-level marketing businesses and whatever. That's why they I have a, a, a pet peeve with them to this day. But some of them, not all of them. But um but the reason why they didn't work out with him because he didn't take care of his first ministry at home, which is me, which is which is the spouse, right? Well, f- well, it's really God first and then me. So, Bible says the man don't work, don't eat. You know what I'm saying? So God not gonna bless you. You're not taking care of your first ministry at home either. Also, there's two things: you don't work, you don't eat, and then God not gonna bless you if you totally abusing verbally and mentally your wife, like. It's a no from God. So anyway, <laughs> I just had to throw that in there. So anyway, that was me. So I was on my way home. I was on the train. I knew I had had. So I, my favorite chip is sour cream and onion. Typically sour cream and onion, anything. But I, I like Lay's lately. Um, but it used to be um, Ruffles, the Ruffles kind. And then before that, it was the Pringles kind. So around this time, it was the Pringles kind, right? And it was it wasn't even the regular tall can. It was the like the little short ones that they had, little personal ones, right? So I knew I had this like waiting on me little snack until I figure out what I'm gonna cook for dinner or whatever whatever dinner was gonna be. You know, sometimes you like to snack before you cook or snack while you cooking or whatever. I just knew my Pringles was sitting at home in the cabinet where I put them, right? I get off that train, get to my car, drive home, get in that house. I just mouth watering, right? Probably barely put my my stuff down before I went into the kitchen. I go into the kitchen, y'all. I open up the cabinet where I knew they were, and they weren't there. I said, okay, maybe I'm tripping. Maybe they're in another cabinet. Looked in another cabinet. They weren't there. By the by the time I hit the third cabinet, I already knew what happened. I already knew this Bama ate my Pringles, but I still searched because I had I just had this glimmer of hope. <laughs> had this glimmer of hope that they was gonna pop up maybe he shifted and putting them somewhere put them somewhere else he did not they did not show up 
I leave out of that kitchen. We was in this apartment in Parkland Village. That's the name of it. I don't know if that's still the name. Over there in Sulin Myrna. Off of Silver Hill Road. I walked out that kitchen. I said, where are my Pringles? He was like, oh, I ate them. And I just... <laughs> Y'all can't see me. That's why I see you need to go to the YouTube so you can see my facial expressions. I looked at him with that blank stare. I said, what you mean? You ate them. And he was like, I ate them. I said, why would you eat my Pringles? They were mine. He says, I mean, you ain't eat them anyway. That's the gaslight I'm talking about, right? Y'all, it's like, like, even when I think about it, it makes me mad all over again. So first of all, the fact that, so we, so remember, he don't work. So that's, that's one right there. Just him sitting at home. You, so you think about it, right? So you go in your head and you like, this mama not paying nurry bill, right? Not bringing nothing to the table in this house. You sitting at home with your feet up, snacking and eating. And he used to drink all the juice and everything. Like that. So he used to, I mean, everything all day long. Just sit, just drink and eat up everything. And not work, so you know what I'm saying, so you could replace it. It's something different if you if you eat it, drink it, and you got some money, then go get some more. And then on top of that, you going to tell me I don't need it anyway? Y'all, you know, I, I, by that time, I was seething. Like, um, it was like a, <laughs> you know, in the cartoons back in the day, when the cartoon curtain to get mad, little smoke come out their ear. Like, literally, that's, listen. If it could, if my ears could do that, that's what happened at that moment. Like, but at that time, because we argued so much, and because he preferred to argue more over me, I was like, all I would do was just leave the room and just go in and shut the door, and everything would be to myself, which was so dangerous. Because anybody knows that either has a therapist or is a therapist knows that. When you keep stuff to yourself, it's very bad because um, eventually you're going to kirk out. And, and what, I, what I mean by that, that's a word that, you know, I grew up on. But you'll, like, spaz out. Like, you'll just, anything can happen at one moment. Something could trigger you. And then you'll just, like, literally blow up. And everybody around you could get it. It don't matter who it is, right? So, you don't want to do that. But I didn't, that's all I could do at that time. Because, see, I didn't have an outlet. I didn't have a therapist at the time. I didn't have, um... I didn't know how, how, how amazing therapy was, as a matter of fact. I didn't have a family member nor a friend to vent to. And I um, because and I admittedly know this because I mean admittedly admit this because I know that I did this. I um I, I had so much pride when I was getting married because I was swelping down, everybody was, you know, people was jealous of me and da 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 da. So I still had the pride of not being able to open up to nobody because I ain't want people to know what was really going on in my and in, in, in behind closed doors with me. So, I mean, not even my mom knew. So every every I kept everything inside, and so yeah. So that was one of those particular moments, y'all. I'm telling you, I, I mean, if I could have choked him, it took everything for the Lord to tell me to go and go into the room, okay? Because and I had the Holy Ghost back then. I wanted to choke that Bama. Do you hear me? Okay. 
So, like I said, this probably going to be funny for some of y'all because I know some of y'all can resonate with this. I I, I promise you, because I talk to people. I've talked to other people before who have told me to send me the situation where they knew they had something at home waiting on them and that person ate it or drank it, whatever it was. Woo, it's something about... Woo, listen, listen. So, uh... That is it for today. Like I said, we're going to try to keep these as short as possible. It's almost 20 minutes now. But um, but I had two stories. So, number three sign is they will constantly put you down and then gaslight you if you had a nerve to say something about it. Okay? And there's plenty. When I say plethora of other times that he put me down, you know, I don't know how, I don't know if we got that many times. Or excuse me. I don't know if we're going to have that many episodes because if that's the case then number three which is when i just gave y'all will be a part one and part two and part three and part four or a b c d into that and i don't know if y'all want to know about all the times will we be healed for the rest of the year child listen but uh <laughs> that is number a uh, number three sign so if you are in this situation or if you uh, know somebody you know you may not be you may not know somebody but you may know you have a close friend or a close loved one that has somebody a significant other a boyfriend or a husband or a girlfriend or a wife that you know is dealing with this and they may not know that it's a thing that and it's wrong um then maybe you need to share them my podcast or the, or or youtube okay or you can share with them what you learn okay remember people receive when they can relate thank you all for coming back uh, I'll talk to you next time. Don't forget, like and subscribe to Receive and Relate TV on YouTube. I also have a page on Facebook. I should be I should be letting y'all know this too. I have a Receive and Relate page on Facebook. I have a Receive and Relate TV page on Instagram. And you know the YouTube. Oh, and I have a Receive and Relate on TikTok. Just subscribe to everything, y'all. Support your sister. And support God's movement. Because, listen, this ministry is God's, not mine. Period. Okay? All right. Talk to y'all next time. Bye.